Hello, and welcome to What Goes Bump in the Night. Hello and welcome to What Goes Bump in the Night. This is your host, Trevor Jensen, and with me as always is... Riley Clark. And we are on episode 83 of Almost 100, because 100 is best. Yes, and this is actually a very special episode because it also embarks our three years of doing this show. God, I spent three years in this this studio dungeon with you? Yes. Amazing. Amazing. Three years with the night crew around the campfire, telling stories, experiencing paranormal, and... Blasting your earbuds. Blasting your earbuds with alien proofs. The proof is in the prophecies. (laughs) (laughs) And we tell nothing but the prophecies. Yes. and From the internet. For this episode, we've actually mentioned this before in a previous episode, Mm -hmm. in the Wendigo episode, so if you haven't watched that, you should... Go listen to that. Because, watch that with your ears. <laughs> yeah, watch it with your ears. And yeah. that, what we're talking Just, about yes, yeah. <laughs> is uh, the SPC. The foundation. SCP, sorry. No, you're right. It's the, the SCP foundation. Yes. But they are the foundation. Yes. Because they are the creepy creeps that come out in the night and grab all the boogeymen and put them into containment. Basically, everything that goes bump in the night yeah. is contained by this spc foundation so think of area 51 on a larger global scale like think of it as a zoo for monsters like uh the cabin in the woods where they go down underneath the cabin and there's just all them creepy crawlies and everything and they're just like putting bets in like hey who's gonna die by this tonight yes exactly so basically what this group is said to do is they imprison every monster that's ever walked the earth yeah and they go and find anomalies so like houses with bigger insides so and think, outsides they're like sam and dean yeah a little bit from little supernatural bit. <laughs> or grim from the show grim yeah you're not wrong there honestly they are the boogie hunters that's yes. probably the best way to say yeah, it yeah they're the boogeyman hunters they the boogie. that's in here too because the boogeyman is fucking real so we don't know if this is real or if it's like an actual thing everything on the internet is real it's on the internet so we're gonna assume it's real it has to be real i go on everything on on that basis where the internet doesn't lie to me because it doesn't it couldn't why would it lie to you why would it lie people don't tell lies the internet definitely doesn't exactly so you gotta trust it all but we're going to dive into these files, kind of similar to the Black Vault file series that we did. There's obviously so many in here that we don't think we could cover them all in one episode. There's 1K, boys and girls. There's, there's, As we know right now, there's 1K of these. Yeah. So, like, sit back, buckle up, get ready to get your minds and we're fucked. just going to kind of hop through some of them. And the first one, I think, is a good one to start off with. You want me to do mine? Yeah. Yeah. Go, <laughs> yeah. I'm ready for this. I'm so ready for this. Okay, so we're talking about SCP-49, better known as the Plague Doctor. SCP-49 is a humanoid entity roughly 1.9 meters in height, which bears the appearance of a medieval Plague Doctor. While SCP-49 appears to be wearing the thick robes and the ceramic mask indicative of that profession, the garments instead seem to have grown out of SCP-49's body over time and now nearly indistinguishable from whatever form is beneath them. X-rays indicate that despite the SBC-49 does have a humanoid skeleton structure beneath its outer layer, SPC-4, or it does, sorry, this is very uh, intellectual talk, (laughs) but it does have a humanoid skeletal structure. SCP-49 is capable of speech in variety of languages, though tends to prefer English or medieval French, while SCP-49 is generally cordial and cooperative with Foundation staff, it can become especially irritated or, at times, outright aggressive. It feels that it is in the presence of what it calls the pestilence. 
Although the exact nature of the pestilence is currently unknown to the foundation, researchers, it does not seem to be an issue of immense concern. SPC-49 will become hostile with individuals it sees as being affected by the pestilence, often having to be restrained should it encounter such. If left unchecked, SCP-49 will generally attempt to kill any such individual. SCP-49 is capable of causing all biological functions of an organism to cease through direct skin contact. How this occurs is currently unknown. The autopsies of SPC-49's victims have invariably been inconclusive. SCP-49 has expressed frustration, has, or has expressed frustration or remorse after these killings, indicating that they have done little to kill the pestilence. Though, will at, or will usually seek to then perform a crude surgery on the corpse using the implements contained within a black doctor's bag it carries on its persons at all times while these surgeries were not always successful they often result in the creation of instances of spc 49-2 instances are reanimated corpses that have been operated on by scp-49 these instances do not seem to retain any of their prior memories or mental functions, having only basic motor skills and response mechanisms. While these generally ablative, I don't know that word, fashion, <laughs> they can become extremely aggressive if provoked or directed by SPC-49. SPC-49-2 instances express active biological functions, though these are vastly different from currently understood human physiology. Despite these alterations, SPC-49 often remarks the subjects have been cured. He's a fucking necromancer. <laughs> what like, the fuck? That's so fucking cool! <laughs> I have no idea that was thing. And now I'm so happy I learned that. So like, apparently the mask has became its face. He's got a fucking beak man. And he's a fucking plague doctor that's a necromancer and he knows fucking wizardry. <laughs> of the black magical arts. And when he kills someone he does surgery on them and they turn into zombies. Turn into a Literal, zombie. Well like more like puppet zombies but like that's fucking cool. That's so fucking cool. That one made me happy. I like that. So they did have a discovery. SP SCP-49 was discovered during the investigation of a series of unknown disappearances in the town of Mutaban in southern France. During a raid on a local home, investigators found several instances of SPC-049-2 as well as SPC... I keep seeing SPC... SPCCPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPPP
looks around the room. This place, then this is your laboratory? I had worried as clean as it is, and with such little trace of pestilence here. The pestilence? What do you mean? The Scrooge, the great dying. Come on, you know the, uh, uh, what is it they call it? Uh, the, uh, no matter, the pestilence. Yes, it abounds outside these walls, you know. So many have scrubbed. Succumbed. Succumbed. <laughs> and many will continue to. And such time as the perfect cure can be developed. Ah, uh, fortunately, I'm very close. It is my duty in life to rid the world, you see. The cure to end all cures. When you say the great dying, are you talking about the bubonic plague? I don't know what that is. <laughs> I see. Right. Well... The entities are agents encountered at that house. They were dead when you encountered them, yes? And you reanimated them? Hmm, in a manner of your speaking, uh, you see too simply, doctor. Expand your horizons, life and death, sickness and health. These are amateur terms for an amateur physician. There is only one element that exists in the world of men, and that is the pestilence. And nothing else, and no mistake. They were very ill, all of them. You think you cured these people? Indeed. My cure is most effective. These things were recovered. We're not human. Yes, well, it's not a perfect cure. But that will come with time and further experimentation. I have spent a lifetime developing my methods, Dr. Ham. And you will spend a lifetime more, if necessary. And now we have wasted too much time. There's too much work to do. I will require a laboratory of my own. One where I can continue my research unimpeded and assistance, of course. Though I can provide those on my own in time. <laughs> I don't think our organization will be willing to... Nonsense! We are all men of science. Fetch... Your coat, and show me your quarters, Doctor. Our work begins now. End log. Amazing. Doctor Ham got his shit rocked by a real doctor. Yeah, he just, you're too stupid. He said, <laughs> you're an amateur, give me my My good lab. sir, you have no royal blood like thy. <laughs> That's fucking amazing, though. The Plague Doctor is a real G. I fucking love it. Alright, next... SCP. Alright, yeah, since there are 1,000 of these, and I've gotten enough of the Plague Doctor. I think I know what the Plague Doctor is at this point. We're gonna go down to SCP-793. Okie dokie, then. And run it. This is called the Ghost Worm, apparently. Whoa. And its description goes like this. SCP-793 is described as a hypo-reproductive paranormal variation of human Congo transmosis, I think, mosis, <laughs> a parasitic protozoa, also known as the African sleeping sickness. In inhabitant, the abandoned blank blank, Medical center located in Data Expunged, built by blank missionaries in 18 blank. <laughs> <laughs> lots of redacted, <laughs> lots of redactions. Yes. SCP-793's first known appearance was documented in 19 blank. The hospital was subsequently relinquished from use blank years after due to exponential population and pro. Prominent? I'm not sure what prominent. that word is. Prominent. Oh, okay. <laughs> blank and blank tribes held in 19 blank. Sorry, we're through the, all the redaction now, okay? I promise. <laughs> the hospital was secured by the foundation, SCP-793, in its passive form. Does not appear to exist unless a stable human host enters the zone of denial, Zod, which is currently estimated to be 13.4 meters away from any point around the hospital when a human enters the zone 
of denial, the organism will appear simultaneously inside the human's circulatory system. Unlike a normal form of tried no molasses, I don't know. <laughs> molasses. <laughs> a limited rate of reproduction, the reproductive rate of SCP-793 increases proper to proportionally, proportionally yeah. to the subject's distance in the ZOD. Example, when a subject is at the edge of the ZOD, SCP-793 will reduce at around 5%. The speed of the human Congo transposimosis, but once inside the hospital where reproduction capability is at a constant, SCP-793 cells will reproduce at around 400% the speed of their cousin. Symptoms appear to be dissimilar to those of normal Congo Trypanomyces. Yeah, I keep getting stumbled. I don't. I think it's a real thing, but I don't fucking know. Yeah, I've never heard of it before. Um, with a notable increase in hysteria and swelling of the lymph nodes, the opposite occurs when the subject leaves the zod. The reproduction rate decreases, and the parasites will spontaneously disappear with no visible sign of cell death. Cytomic cells whose deaths can be attributed to SCP-793 will appear as Oops. if organizationally or organization suddenly occurs, not as the result of general somatic mitosis. The symptom will fade to those earlier stages. From the neurological path goes to the hemopolythic stage until there are no signs of the pro protests existing when a human victim exits the Zod. One final note about the possible human death as a result of the SCP-793 actions, the reversal effects. Reverse victim death completely once the deceased are rescued from the maximum reproduction zone. So atomic cells appear immediately and any remaining instance of SCP-793 disappear. Upon the so-called undeath, individuals often recall extreme pain due to the reconstruction of their body, mostly regard as something along the lines of a thousand knives piercing their body, and have no recollection of ever entering the zone of denial, or any knowledge of SCP-793. SCP-793 reversal effects only regard any damage it causes to human bodies whose deaths are attributed to other causes, such as a normal human Congo transmimosis, will not be affected. SCP-793 does not seem to appear on anything that is not, li not a living human body entering the zone of denial, does not appear on anything that is not living human tissue appearance of scp-793 does occur on partial entrance of a human to the zone of denial and is limited to the fraction of the human that is in the zone of denial items brought out of the hospital have no unique effect attached to them that's pretty wild so this virus basically or parasite only destroys your body and then when you leave it reconfigures your body yeah that's fucking wild just like a ghost kind of like entering you and leaving you i kind of guess where that's where it's like kind of atomically breaking down your cells to use your probably energy for something inside of this hospital and then once you leave the zone of denial which is like the hot zone you go back to being a normal regular person and it the without, undeath part is crazy to me without remembering you were ever in the zone of denial other than the pain that you feel when you get reconstructed because you're not dead anymore because your cells come back alive so and decide to reconstruct you become a ghost once this thing enters oh you. shit that's a good way of putting it you become a spirit in the zone of denial and then once you leave the zone of denial because you're a denier once you think well i won't turn into a ghost you turn back into a human and it fucks your day up yeah because you go from <laughs> one like meta form to the next 
Damn, son. Boom! Mic drop! That's fucking <laughs> wicked. They got more crazy as we kind of like connected all the dots to what they were talking about. Yeah, because there is there is a lot to like unpack in that one. I really don't know what Congo Timorphosis is. No, really I've never have no seen that idea. Word before, but it scares me. <laughs> alright, alright, let's see. Let's see if I can find a good one right now. I'm just I'm scrolling through these guys. Bear with me. Oh, and that was a hiccup. Okay. I think we're gonna go ahead and go with the blood flies. See SCP 149. This one sounds interesting. Oh, it's it's a good short and sweet one, so we're not gonna spend too much time on it. But uh SCP 149 is a breed of mosquito which carries a strain of retrovirus that mutates regenerating human cells into fertilized mosquito eggs oh fuck that oh my god (laughs) oh fuck that scp-149-a is injected directly into the bloodstream when the scp-49 feeds the scp-49-a quickly works yeah oh fuck i said it wrong yeah you're right you're right it quickly works on the nucleus of the cells warping the dna the first set of cells bred from these changed instructions closely resemble cysts and are con- or concentrated in the living or in the lining of the esophagus and the sinuses upon dissection. However, these cysts are revealed to be filled with SCP-149's larvae. The cyst acting as a protective casing against external forces SCP-149 appears to go through its um, maturation, I don't even know if I said that right, whatever, cycle, in a matter of hours. By the time the subject is able to feel any effects, the first generation of SCP-149 has already grown inside the subject's body. SCP-149 primarily achieves exodus through the mouth and nostrils, occasionally being diverted through the phenoid sinuses to escape through the eye sockets infection by scp-149 is fatal and chance of infection has been estimated to be 50 percent from one bite Whoa, i don't like mosquitoes already that one's gross bro you imagine like you you're just walking down the street one day and you get a mosquito just like bang. beats your face and, you're like, and then oh, all whatever, of a sudden these itchy, guys itchy. come out of like hazmat suits and come and grab you. In a you white van, you just snatch you. You just got stung by the SB, SCP-149. Oh You're God. fucked, bro. And You're going to have skeeters coming out your mouth, bro, and then, eyes, um, and nose. The Haunting in Connecticut. Have you ever seen that movie? Mm-mm. So at one point in the movie, the kid, like spoiler alert people, sorry. The kid like has something inside of him and he like tilts his head back and opens his mouth and like all this black shit just comes flying out. That's all I can see is just like you have all these larvae living inside of you, like in these cysts in your like navel cavity or your nasal cavities. Not your navel, because that'd be weird if it came out of your belly button. But like all of a sudden they just start pouring out of your mouth and nose like fucking blood flies. Fuck that. <laughs> I don't like that. I mean, I like that one, but I don't like that one. All right. Next one. SCP-932. Ooh, we're going deep, deep in the files. Description, SCP-932 are creatures able to adjust the refractive indices of their body in order to appear invisible. What? This ability seems to be disrupted when SCP-932 is exposed to sound. A loud 100 decibel tone of 510 hertz neutralizes it completely. When visible, SCP-932 resembles pale and featureless children what their height varies from 1.2 to 1.6 meters and weigh approximately 30 to 40 kilograms in large numbers scp 932 have been able to pin down and fully immobilize an adult human (laughs) scp 932 hunts but silently following an individual to his or hers dwelling in groups of no more than eight individuals. If necessary, SCP-932 will lie in wait near or under the victim's bed for several hours. 
until he or she falls asleep and enters a state of rapid eye movement, the REM cycle. When the victim enters the state, the pack of SCP-932 will pin the victim down, secreting their unknown pheromone that causes the victim to wake up before the REM cycle is complete. In most cases, the victim will become conscious but immobile, leading to a general feeling of panic. Initially, it was thought that SCP-932 fed on hormones produced by the panicking victim. But the experiment 932-04 towel test seems to prove otherwise. SCP-932, for all intents and purposes, feeds on fear. It is unknown how this mechanism works or how it detects REM sleep in its victims. SCP-932 is generally docile and does not actively attack researchers. However, if if it is feeding schedule is disrupted for more than 21 days, it will seem to become more aggressive and alert to its surroundings, and on an occasion has tried to subdue researchers entering its contamination chamber. Containment. Oh, containment. <laughs> wow. Despite the researcher being completely awake at the time. Edit. It appears that SCP-932 prefers variation in its diet, as they seem to be more placid at the beginning of the month. When a new D-class personnel is introduced, then at the end, suggesting 5D-class be assigned to our team in taking terms in feeding sessions. Oh my god. That's fucking wild. Incident Report 932-02. Date 2606-1998. Location Site 09 Biological Division, South Wing, 03-02. Number 14.00.23. Research assistant Bayantara prepares to enter containment chamber for weekly vacuuming. He appears to mumble under his breath. Body language shows uh, apprehension. Apprehension. Record shows that Bayantara was a new hire and had little experience with SCPs. 14.00.57. 510 Hertz Tones Place, Bayatara is given the all clear. SCP-932 becomes visible. 14-01.18 Bayantara turns on vacuum cleaner and enters containment chamber. SCP-932-01 through 06 immediately turn to face him. Oh yeah, through like the 1 through 6 immediately turn to face him and slowly move towards his direction. He appears startled by his reaction, quickly waving the vacuum cleaner around him in an attempt to keep SCP-932 at bay. He fucked up. He did fuck up. You need to start screaming as loud as you can. You need to go, what's up, bro? What's up, You need to be bro? chill with them, chill, bro. bro. I probably should have smoked chill, some weed bro. before they chill, went bro. up in there, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. 14-14301. SCP-932-3 tackles Biotara legs from behind causing him to collapse then other scp 932 individuals leap on him and keep him down on the floor apparently initializing a feeding event Biotara is eventually struggling under the controlled weight of scp 932 accidentally disconnecting the speaker plugs with his kicking feet scp 932 are now invisible oh fuck 14.03.13 Site security alerted and observational cameras are switched to IR mode. The members of SCP-932 are all still feeding. 14.350 Site security arrives but are told not to enter the containment chamber until the feed from the IR IR camera is loaded onto their HUDs. 1405-48, 1405-48, Research Assistant Bayantara ceases movement. IR feed shows the pack of 932 loose interest and leave his body. Five member, members of site security enter chamber and disable active members of 932. A preliminary survey revealed that SCP-932-06 was unaccounted for. Oh, Fuck, one slipped out. One slipped out. Oh, my God, no. Oh, my God. 
14551 Buyer Tara recovered from the containment containment's chamber. Pulse is weak and rapid, and his eyes are wide open and rapidly moving. On closer inspection, his pupils appear dilated despite the bright conditions of the chamber. 1406-00, site lockdown initiated all personnel advised to remain calm, site security dispatched for retrieval. 14638, the 510 hertz tone is played on the site speakers. Visibility of SCP-932-01 through 05 confirmed. 1406.51. Multiple motion sensors activated in south wing air ducts. Oh, fuck. It's trying to escape, scape. Yeah. 14846. Camera feed shows SP, SCP-932-06 exiting from the air duct in corridor 3A of the south wing. Security team prepares for retrieval. 1409.02. Camera feed shows another SCP-932 exiting from the air duct in corridor 3D of the south wing. Director Fazile expressing possibility of scp 932 reproduction the 510 hertz tone is played through the air ducts via a speaker in the biology office to aid retrieval procedures 1409.32 camera feed shows another scp 932 exiting from an air duct in corridor 4p of the south wing additionally security teams dispatched to contain both new instances containment of or sorry 1411.07 Containment of three individuals achieved. Sensors report no more movement in the air ducts. The two new individuals are labored as, labeled SCP-932-07 and 08 and are contained along with SCP-932-01 through 06. <laughs> That's crazy. Things can't go wrong when you're dealing with one of these. It's crazy. It feeds on your fear. In a pack. It's... It, and it's apparently invisible. can reproduce like that. Why Why do they have to describe it as a small child? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's even more terrifying. Like, can you imagine just walking into this room? I'm going to make sure I walk around with 510 hertz of sound coming out of my Bro, I'm going to, like, get times. one of those decibel meters and be like, can I yell at 100 decibels? Yeah. <laughs> Cause fuck that, like basically it just enters you into sleep paralysis and just and like then sucks. You. It's like a dementor from Harry Potter. Yeah, it just sucks your being out. Oh my well, god, your, your fear. And it's yeah, all but it really yeah. wants, but yeah, but it's it's, it's not like, that scary. At least it takes your fear. I mean, you get paralyzed with fear sometimes, so like that's fucking terrifying to me. Like actually, it it doesn't end so well. Actually, when my one of these is, gets you, my man's because dying. no, after forty-seven days on life support, Biotar appeared to open, appeared to mouth something, and his eyes ceased movement. He died of cardiac arrest shortly after. They gave him a fucking heart attack. I think he said something like, "Too scared to move." They gave him a fucking heart attack. Cause what do you like? You know what I mean? Like you walk into this room, right? You see all these weird-looking children things, and all of a sudden, like you knock over the speaker because they're like starting to inch towards you. And the next thing you know, they're just like, poof, gone. And then you're starting to get fucked up all over the place. Would you ever think that you're just safe anywhere at that point? Not no. working at that foundation. Fuck no. I, I, I'm gonna go. How do you become more. a new hire there? I was just gonna say I want to go vacuum. <laughs> for the SPC Foundation and then work my way up to be a lead investigator and then go find these motherfuckers and contain them because yeah. I want to be like James Bond but like Foundation Bond none of these are really like they haven't spooky. said like how like they contained how they originally contained them oops I keep fucking oh, slapping there is, this there is. it's a little bit above what we were reading a little blip it Oh, don't. That's just containment breach protocol. Yeah, they don't. I don't go too much into detail about how these oh, anomalies are captured. Wild instances do. of SCP 932 are to be tracked down and captured alive by MTF Loda 4 Dream Hunters. Whoa, that's a cool name. I want to be a Dream Hunter. Right. That's so sick. Sounds like some Inception shit. So they do have people that they, – they probably have all this super, super fucking advanced technology that's just like, we got another anomaly. Let's go hunting, boys. 
Autobots roll out. <laughs> Dream hunters assemble. <laughs> Straight up. This, I mean, it's just like the A team on steroids. If you ask me, like this is fucking dark A team. This is the the containment team. So they're the C team. Because that's fucking cool. And this is just scratching the surface. Like we've only dove into what three of these now. Out of the thousand there mm-hmm. are. And I've liked every single one so far. Yeah, I think this is going to be a new staple of this year where it's like, I'm not going to be able to move away from the SBC Foundation stories because they're fucking wild. Right. I'm sure some of them aren't that great, but I'm sure some of them are just like, oh my God. Some of them are probably kind of gaggy, like kind of funny, like the best toothbrush in the world. Like I saw that one in there. It's <laughs> like, or uh, the the soda machine. Where it gives you whatever you type in on a QWERTY keyboard on it, and it can produce liquid of any type that one, out of nowhere. Yeah, that one's kind of crazy. And the do, some guy created the perfect drink. He typed in the perfect drink and got a a, a lavender colored drink that no odor, like, no nothing. And he said it was euphoria. Yeah, he like drank it, and he had an immediate sense of like he just popped a Molly, <laughs> but like a super Molly, <laughs> like a super Molly, and felt the best he had ever felt. And then when it came down, he said, "I've had enough," and killed himself. And said, "Nothing will ever come as close to this." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like what? <laughs> come on, what? The highest of highs and the lowest of lows. Like what? Like, yeah, that sounds pretty fucking wicked. And I don't... They, would you the be tempted, The machine just though? made a molly water, bro. Would, and you, would you be like, tempted? Down and was like, like, would I'm you do done. that? Would you just be like, I want the perfect drink. And then would you actually sip it? Or would you be like, nah, this is going to be too perfect. Because it makes whatever you want. No, yeah, because nothing will ever live up You can to make, it like, again. sulfuric acid out of it. Or, like, yeah. arsenic and shit. Yeah, you can make any liquid you wanted out of this machine make me napalm <laughs> yeah you're gonna have a cup of napalm just burning the cup as you're holding it you're like this is fucking wicked cup of pig's blood it would make it for you it could make any compound in the world i want the bubonic plague in this blood bile <laughs> okay <laughs> okay, okay plague, plague doctor, doctor. <laughs> back up on the brakes there buddy <laughs> i don't even know what that is ah you're all imbeciles <laughs> Where's my lab? I need assistance, but I'll make them myself. Bring me my coat. Uh, Jeeps. No doubt. (laughs) No doubt. No doubt. Fucking amazing. Well, shit. I don't want to beat a dead horse, but like... I think we should do one more before we... What do you think? All right, all right. Let's both come on a a consensus here for the last one. Clone coffin. What one's that? Two, two, two. Two, two, two. I like that we'll end on two, two, two. The clone coffin. I I'm still scrolling. Sorry, sorry. All right. Him. So a little bit of special containment procedures. We haven't really touched on this on any of the other ones because we've been reading descriptors. Yeah. SCP-222 itself requires no special contamination. Containment. I keep saying <laughs> you're, that. You're reading contamination, but it's containment. This text is so weird. Okay. It also cannot be moved. The site is guarded by. SCP Foundation personnel, as well as a rotating mix of U.S., Italian, and NATO soldiers, none of whom are aware of its significance. Let's find it. Foundation personnel travel to and from the site very often, and their true numbers are carefully hidden from the soldiers. It's the White House. And (laughs) usually from personnel below clearance level three. Underneath the White House. Description. SCP-222 designates an area of tunnels in the Dolomites Mountains near Aviano, Italy. Aviano, Italia. The site is close to the Church of St. Gregory and Aviato Air Force Base is also nearby. The tunnels are filled with carved stone coffins. One coffin in particular has unusual properties. And some portion of the tunnel is also involved. The carvings in the tunnels appear very old and are fairly good worksmanship. History. After 1948, U.S. operatives in Italy participating in Operation Gladio began receiving word of unusual activities at the site in 1954. Avino Air Air Base was turned over to NATO. 
On February 22, 1955, Foundation operatives found a series of tunnels carved into the mountains. They appeared to be catacombs, tunnels for storing the dead. Archaeological research into their construction has yielded contradictory results. See SCP-222-7-9. The tunnels were being used as a hideout by a terrorist cult. All members of the cult were killed or taken into custody. Operation details filed in SCP-222-1-5. The cult appeared to be less mentally stable than most such organizations, but otherwise unremarkable. However, details turned up during the operation prompted further investigation. Once the nature and abilities of the site were determined, it became one of the most used and visited objects under the Foundation care. Oh? Oh. Function. As previously stated, one and only one coffin in the tunnels has unusual properties. See SCP-226 for the summation of all tests done to date in clarification of items below. If a living person is placed in the coffin and it is closed, the following sequence of events occurs. Within 15 minutes, the occupant falls asleep. The occupant will fall asleep under any circumstance, such as but not limited to being in the middle of a claustrophobic fit <laughs> and being given amounts of caffeine and amphetamines close to causing an overdose. Holy shit. They said, take this cocaine. <laughs> They're like, here, take all this heroin and get in the coffin. I was just thinking that too. Like, shoot them up, put them in. The occupant sleeps for one to two hours. Opening the coffin during this time usually results in the death of the occupant and no further results. Oh, yeah, we should have stated earlier that uh, they don't care if people die. No, in their they experimentations. have omnipotency. I don't know if that's even a word, but like they're omnipotent beings that can do whatever the fuck they want and have no rules or legislation. Yeah. Um, the occupant wakes up feeling well rested. The occupant will not fall asleep under the coffin until the coffin is opened again. The possibility of sleep deprivation research has been advanced, but not yet implemented. Within 24 hours, a person will be found within the tunnels who is a duplicate or clone Ooh. of the occupant. No attempts to find the origin of the clone within the tunnels have ever been successful. The clone invariably finds its way to the coffin, though it is usually appears to be wandering aimlessly. Whoa. Clones created by the coffin appear in physical, in all physical respects to be identical to the originals. Though dressed in tattered rags and unknown origin, man-made objects are not duplicated. The cloning process is not recommended for occupants with tooth fillings or pacemakers. Clones appear to possess the same lifespan and medical conditions as their originals. The most unusual aspect of a clone is its mind. Clones appear to be victims of global retrograde amnesia. Languages are not retained along with most physical skills. While clones cannot remember any people or events, they appear to retain their ethical beliefs and loyalties, and thus can usually be quickly re-introdoctrinated re -intro wow, into the Foundation personnel. Security procedures must be retained, but combat and weapon skills are preserved. Some clones demonstrate retention of computer and interrogation skills as well. Many Foundation personnel have been cloned with SCP-222, providing a loyal workforce for the Foundation initiatives. It is one of our most obviously useful items. Whoa. What the fuck? You can so clone people. So this entire people. freaking organization is full of clones, bro. That's crazy. That's so crazy. Are we sure they're not ran by Darth Vader? <laughs> Luke, Just I saying. am your father. <laughs> Dude, that's that's weird though. Like I wonder if it's got any ties to like the god race. Where it's like, hey, we are following the cult of the devourer, and they devour <laughs> our souls and duplicate our souls. I have no idea. It's this probably like that though. The SCP Foundation. So is we really awesome. should join this foundation. However, so if you guys like listen to our show, <laughs> hey, little do you I know, I want to be cloned. I've been indoctrinated, and little do you know, <laughs> I'm probably gonna get shot by the CIA, FBI, and all that because they were not supposed to know that I was part of it. <laughs> Maybe we are the clone. Oh fucking damn it! <laughs> <laughs>
no maybe i don't know i didn't i mean i don't remember my past life what if everybody's a fucking clone because you don't retain what you like previously known so like what if everybody just knows their past lives and like like reincarnation just, cycles just like cloned and yeah and then baby. once you get cloned again you're just like poop start over fresh here you go i wasn't born Maybe i was that's why i don't remember yesterday yeah i wasn't born <laughs> i was cloned <laughs> like i was fucking cloned in a well underneath the italy mountains of alvinia never even been to italy i'm italian <laughs> <laughs> give me some pasta <laughs> fucking three years of it's this it's weird people. that they're already dressed in rags though they're just in tattered rags so like you could be in there in a business suit all fucking prim popped up and all of a sudden you're just like wearing chains oh look at that he looks like johnny squire boy i just can't get over that and it's their most useful item like, damn so like mr uh uh by Bi- byraton whatever his name was he probably got cloned so i probably have three of them just waiting in the hot well in the i think bay. it didn't it say something about it's most like useful useful like yeah members useful members or like he wasn't very useful, useful. He they make a like workforce a with it yeah they make a workforce with it so fuck them like they're disposable fuck it just like, throw them in there dude, he go. couldn't even handle the freaking ghost children so i mean <laughs> the invisible they probably told him eaters. don't be scared when you're in there that's what they want and they just he... want a goose ah! the, what if the what if all the children did was just goose you so like you're just like standing there in the dark and all of a sudden goosed right in the butt (laughs) (laughs) and it's like the scariest thing that could possibly happen just goosed i want to know how it reproduced in the vent it's asexual just jacked off and just like spit itself out you know that's my thought yeah isn't that how isn't how babies are made but they don't group they don't group up more than eight ah fuck that's right so once they get to eight they're like we done and then one secedes and then just like gets away from the pack and then just like starts beating it off. Yeah, one solos <laughs> out and then he becomes eight again. And then he's like, bro, you ever heard of a flashlight? A flashlight? It <laughs> <laughs> starts making his own children. Oh, God. Holy fucking shit. I can't wait to do more of these. <laughs> like, as funny sure as we make it. Even some weirder ones. Like, Oh, yeah. I think we touched based on some really cool ones today, but I think there's going to be some that were just like, what the fuck? <laughs> Yeah, I agree with that. I like and like we make light of all this because it definitely has darker, sinister undertones. But like, I don't know. I think it's fun. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm just cynical as hell. I think there was no better way to celebrate our three-year anniversary of what goes bump tonight with starting a new series and laughing the whole time <laughs> and having so many different monsters i guess i don't know if we'd even call all of them monsters cryptids but... monsters extraterrestrial zoology things crips yeah all of it because we're not above i don't know if i believe hot machines half of these things yeah some of them are far-fetched as fuck but some of them i want to believe like plague doctor i want to believe that i want to believe that i want to believe that there's some (laughs) he's literally a D &D character and just brings back life and he's real like don't fucking tell me he's not i'll tell you you're wrong to your face I love it. I wonder if we're gonna find some like that are like Pokemon's. Like it's like a little oh, I don't rat doubt that it. shoots the lightning bolts or something. I saw in there there was a homunculus, and a homunculus is straight out of like Full Metal Alchemist, where they like change people into like creatures and chimera beasts. And it's like this is gonna be some fucking cool. I can't wait to read these. I'm gonna have to start really brushing up on my SCP Foundation stuff. Cause I didn't, I forgot after we did that last episode that this was like a gold mine. <laughs> yeah. So definitely expect us to be touching almost all thousand of these. Twenty twenty two is going to be full of SCP Foundation lore and fun stuff. But not strictly. <laughs> no, not strictly. Because we have a bunch of other topics that we want to do. There's probably going to be investigations coming up this year that we're going to touch on and. uh yeah, just good stuff like that coming And something on the really fun in the summer coming up where we're going to be at basically like a paranormal Comic-Con style thing. Yeah, I'm so fucking excited for that. We'll get you more details on that, but it's going to be freaking awesome. Um, but yeah, we just got asked to join that. Thank, we're, we're thank you, Tommy up. Tombstone. Yeah, I was say we're setting up for a very big year. Called Ghost-O-Rama. Ghost-O-Rama. I fucking love that. Yeah. I feel like I'm going to the future. So we also are looking at doing investigations somewhat soon 
not saying like we're going to take time out of our busy schedules to go like in the next weekend or two, but we were given, I would say, privy to some information about the local ice hockey rink that we play at possibly being haunted. And we got some permissions. Yeah. Thanks so, to our connections at the rink. Cause Shout out to fuck yeah. Harley. Because fucking Harley's the man. So, yeah, well, hopefully we can do that soon and then we can bring you another investigation since it's been almost a year <laughs> since we did another one. Like, well, I mean, not, not like, really. not, like a, an, an, not like a, what I want to say, like um, a physical building. You know what I mean? Like, we've been to cemeteries, which I do classify as investigations, but since we've done like Old Lincoln, since we've done Eloise, yeah, like things big, like that. A big, big name spot. Yeah, and the Lakeshore Sports Center is big name if you live in a hockey town like Muskegon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, we did get special permission to figure we, – we just got to plan it, which will be easy because we're around Harley all the time. So And he's got the keys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Literally, we could just do it after a men's league one night. Yeah, once we have the 10-15 game like Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. We got the late game, so who knows? But yeah, I think that'll be a lot of fun because there's a lot of talk of weird lights turning on and doors and footsteps in there. So we'll, we'll see and, what's going on. And we seem to always allude to getting to this by the end of episodes because we hope that you stay all the way to the end for you us to bet. say, hey, go hit that like and sub. God damn it. YouTube still needs the love. Yeah, let's let's try to get like if we get to 60 or 100 year, yeah if I we think. get to 60 in the next month i'll be super happy if we get to 100 in the next month i will blow my lid if we do any better than that over the course of this year i'm gonna poop in a bag and i'm gonna put it on my most hated enemy's doorstep and video record it wow. although i don't have any enemies that's a bold statement very bold so if you want to see poop in a bag lit on fire watch somebody stomp it out you fucking you do that hit like that sub <laughs> you hit that i'm just sub. fucking kidding i'm not gonna do that no he's not that weird we will go on more ghost adventures for you and maybe if you like and subscribe and comment because you want to go we might pick you out of the group of people on comments because nobody fucking comments <laughs> yeah so if you comment you might be the lucky one fucking be that lucky one just Endure, just in, just endorse it a little bit, you know, like get it out there, you know, maybe like, you know, like make me happy, <laughs> like just a little bit. All of this does make me happy. Just don't call us an open-headed narrative because Trevor doesn't like that. Bro, I will snap on a dumb motherfucker that says that. Yes, we might babble here and there, but I know what I'm talking about. Mostly. I'm reading it. I'm fucking reading it. <laughs> the internet doesn't lie to me. Like we said at the beginning of this episode, the internet tells no lies. Everything is true just like what you heard today because you're probably listening to it on the internet or watching it with your ears because we I don't, don't lie, lie. <laughs> yeah i don't lie we don't lie they don't lie we're what goes bump in the night not this is lied to you tonight <laughs> <laughs> i just lied to you all night no but seriously no we troll told we didn't troll we you. troll <laughs> <laughs> we troll <laughs> we just be some trolls yeah we're actually S- scp one, two, three. Watch out for your knees. That Work might be a bump. troll. <laughs> and the night's coming for them. Oh, my Your God. knees, that is. That's amazing. All right, so enough of that bullshit. You can find us on Spotify, Apple, uh, you know, Apple platform, whatever the fuck it is. Is it Apple Podcast or music? Uh, it- there's an Apple Podcast. And is there? Can, yeah, it's know. on both. Yeah, you can Google What Goes Bump the Night podcast and a bunch of our shit will pop up. You can find us I think on, we're pretty much like the number one search on Google now for What Goes Bump the Night. It, as it should be with almost three years of this. If I you're sure unsure, so. always just put podcasts at the end. and we'll Yeah, if sure. you type in What Goes Bump the Night on anything like YouTube or anything like that, you'll get a bunch of re- weird shit. So just type in podcasts just afterwards for our, and you'll find us. Our mainstay, you know, logo. Hey, That's how you know. Hey, people, buy our merch this year. Yeah. Help us help us put make money some sales in the pockets of our investigation series so right. we can go out Buying and merch get this stuff. Honestly helps us out so much because all of the money we make from merch literally just goes into the show. Yep. And a lot of times because it costs money to run this podcast, it just equipment goes to costs pay for money, the, all of it. it. It just goes into paying the monthly fees to keep our website up and keep us on Spotify. And yep. And hopefully this year, well, soon I'm hoping that we can get a new mixer with more channels so we can add more mics and get more people in a group where we can actually have these open-headed narratives <laughs> where we can talk to other people about what they get so you don't always just hear me and Riley and then Alex just mumbling really quietly on the mic. 
<laughs> Sorry, Alex. I love you. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, we have a lot of things in store planned, and like I said, twenty twenty is going to be a big year for what goes bump tonight moving forward. And for sure. also, if if you listen to us and you have a business, and preferably if you're in the West Michigan area, because that's where most of our listeners are yeah, from please get a hold of us get a hold of us and we would love to talk like running an ad for you like we will write a script like whatever we can work with like whatever you want us to do like however you want your business advertised you know we can do that because at this point like i'd start pounding the pavement here and seeing what what local companies are interested in you know generating some more listeners or some more ears to actually like go and keep money in these mom and pop shops because you know exactly. we don't want them to close up with the virus still being all around like it is so don't yeah. catch the vid either because yeah it's be going safe around wash bad. your hands wear don't your cough mask on people yeah wear your goddamn mask give don't people wear no their diaper. space you know what i mean like don't lick things use your jacket to open doors like don't share pops <laughs> don't share pops don't share anything just do use your own stuff right now because things are really bad out there right now and we need to do anything and everything. To I want to be able help. to go and do stuff again without having to worry about if I'm going to bring a sickness home to my children, my child. I don't have children yet. <laughs> I have a child. Exactly. And our hockey team needs to have all the bodies there. And holy fuck, when it goes rampant through that bitch, like people yeah. are dropping like flies. Yep. So get your boosters. Get your vaccines. Do your thing. Well, I mean, do what you think is best for Yeah, yourself. I mean, I'm not, like, pushing vaccines <laughs> on people because I'm not even vaccinated. So it's a little spoiler. <laughs> but I haven't been sick in a long time, so knock on wood. But obviously, we love you so much, Night Crew. You're the best Happy community of listeners out there. Three motherfucking years of listening to us speak. Babble. <laughs> and do skits and... Try to read funny stories and write stories and try and to get our our, uh, our accents worked on because uh, we're yeah. voice actors now. If you couldn't tell, Riley's English is fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I love no it. doubt. And I got that southern twang. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't ever found the episode where Trevor Beca is a prison man go talking about the skinwalker, <laughs> straight into Alabama talk. <laughs> he talks normal for like 14 minutes, and then the second half of the episode, he just southern. Southern. <laughs> I got that thick southern accent. He just developed a character and rolled with it. Because, you know, you got to work on your accent. I don't even know what episode that was. I it's not either. the Skinwalkers episode. It's, it's it's a story that we read about somebody in prison. It was when I wasn't titling them after the stories we yeah. were reading. So if you go back and just listen to it's some one of the... Of the like, it's one of the, like, does it go bump? Yeah, it's one of the what goes... What does bump, it go bump? Does it go... I can't fucking talk. We does are, it go bump yeah. things? Things. <laughs> Series. Okay, let's just cut it there. <laughs> yeah, without further ado, people, remember to keep your ears and eyes open for what really goes. Bump in the night. Happy three years. Thanks, guys. Or don't, because this CP is probably taking care of it. So. Bye. Yeah, bye. <laughs> <laughs>